shit, we're back, dude. Joel, we're back. We're back in the studio after a month hiatus. We've had one episode release. Yeah, and now we're gonna have to release a, it, right? Yeah, dude. But Out of the layer. And dude. now we got a YouTube video in the fucking studio now, dude. No we're gonna shit, be releasing no videos on YouTube and shit. Dude, hell yeah, we got we're a new guest up, today, dude. man. We and we have a new guest. guest, dude. Who do we have on wait, the studio? We got tonight? fucking we got Sir Don, Mr. Mystic. Wait, Mystic, wait, Miss wait. Mystic Misfit. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Shit, already fucking his name up, dude. I said Mr. Mystic. <laughs> Mr. Mystic. Dude. That was actually on my Starbucks was drink it? the other day. Kind of coincidentally. Oh, shit. Mr. Mystic. Mr. Mystic. Welcome to Studio Beam, man. Welcome. 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 Peace, peace, peace. Welcome. Thank you. Damn, bro. You just got back from tour, dude. Woohoo. Start from right there. Start from oh, right there. Shit, dude. Uh, blessed, man. Really blessed. Uh, I was invited by my friend, Young Solomon, uh, to hop on his RV and run it up across five or six different states. Uh, all states besides Utah uh, that I had never been to before. So that was definitely life-changing experience. Uh, it was me, Young Solomon, another local artist named Lil Lumi, and then we had Mason Brooks following us around uh, in his Sprinter van doing videography, kind of capturing the moments. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's So dope. it was three artists? Three yes, artists, sir. right? Three artists. Oh, nice. And um, what, like, what came about this? Like, Was it just like... You guys just decided, like, say, fuck it. We're just going to jump in a Sprinter van and do a bunch of pop shows around the fucking states. Yeah, so this is a something that Mason, Young Solomon, and his partner, uh, Seventh Letter, uh, did last summer. Uh, they filmed, like, their California Days music video on their way during the tour and kind of did this similar, a similar idea, hitting up different, you know, pockets of, like, mass consciousness where you got, like, skate parks, you got, like, baseball games, you got like tailgating different yeah, kind of like yeah. entertainment venues and stuff like that a bunch of pop-up shows so uh-huh. it's just a bunch of areas there was like where you found like there's going to be a bunch of foot foot traffic basically dude and like a bunch of people just minding their own business <laughs> and then you guys were just going to show up on a fucking rv right yeah. like you guys were like performing on top of the rv yeah get, uh for some for some it was a learning curve for sure like we for some places we'd pull up with the with the rv and then for some places we'd park the rv and then bring the gear out uh but about Three quarters of the way through the tour, we had the idea. Young Solomon had the idea and was just like, bro, what if we put the speakers like in the windows of the RV? And they kind of just like stood them up, opened up the windows. And then that way, it's because in Chicago in particular, we popped up like three times trying to just do it and like setting up the speakers and like one song in type. It was like people were... uh, people were noticing and then cops were like telling us to take it down. So at that point we were getting kind of frustrated and we're just like, let's just pull up with the car, open up the windows, and then it's just focused on performance as opposed to, like, Damn. lifting or anything like that. What you guys should have done was, like, mob, like, basically ghost riding all around, like, Chicago. Just with the windows open, just fucking in one of you each. Just, like, because I'm pretty sure the RV has a little top that you can, like, climb up through to, like, stand up to the top, right? Yeah. So, like, like the little escape hatch, right? So what you guys would have should have done was like put the speakers in the windows and then just mob through like all like all the <laughs> Chicago downtown traffic just performing Ghost on top. Riding, of it. Basically riding. been like fucking Bad Bunny. <coughs> Basically been like your guys' own Bad Bunny tour. You know what he did with fucking like I'm not familiar, no. Yeah, like so in New York, I think he fucking like performed on top of a bus, just roaming through all of throughout of all of New York, just performing his all of his hit single, like all of his music throughout of New York, just 
on top of a bus by himself, just performing, getting into it. That's wow. what you guys should have nice. done. Okay. That That's cool. Dope. That guy probably like, threw some thousands at that. Oh, definitely. definitely. <laughs> That's definitely. a big difference, though. Yeah, but like, money that would have been sick. Yeah. That would have been hella sick. Oh, yeah. that, like, if you guys would have just jump sure. down oh, into absolutely. the, just jump down real quick and then like close everything up and, yeah. then, like, you know, like that. A lot of feedback that we got from it was just like people feel like that idea of going out there and just like playing your music for people like on the i guess without like the idea of like you need to get like signed or like go on tour you know what i mean kind of like that idea or like that the, the fantasy that comes behind going on tour you know what i mean as opposed to like thinking of it as like an opportunity to go on like guerrilla market yourself you know what i yep. mean like you're saying in front of these like groups yep. of people that wouldn't have known you're you existed until you were there you know for sure for sure i bet you guys got a shit ton of followers because of that dude. it was just like, we were chasing ourselves to do like 10 a day yeah, so day, just like just drive up to a random park and just perform, dip out, hit yeah. the next one. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. That's good though. Ten a day. I mean, that's just like uh, physical traffic, that's and then from there, once you know they start following you more, you know, like it yeah. all adds up. Mm-hmm. For, for sure. sure. That's like stand-up comics when they try to do like four shows a night. Wow. Like we try to like fucking go to like four different stand-up shows a night oh, and like try to grind it out. Just trying to just get as much out. Yeah, just get try to whore <laughs> ourselves out and try to get as much stage time as possible, dude. But it's dope. That's that's sick, dude. So to do it though, man. Like like you said, it's yeah. like guerrilla style, and you throw yourself right in the flame. Like wh- whether you're ready or not, or like re- like whether you have the money or funding, it's just like just going and doing it. You know, really, that's the way to do it for sure. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. right in the trenches. Seize man. the moment. Get in the trenches, dog. In the trenches, man. That's uh, how we, so uh, on your music career, man, how'd you start, bro? Like, what's what's the what's your fucking comic book background story? What's your he- superhero? <laughs> yeah, your superhero origin. Yeah, yeah, what's your origin story, dude? Yeah, music's always kind of been around. Whether like let's like say elementary school, like nah, let's say like my dad. Even before that, you know, my dad uh, creates reggae music and has always nice. been kind of around. What's he play? Guitar, drums, bass. Uh, he does vocal. He's a vocalist, nice. and he kind of makes his nah solo act. Oh, okay. And uh, makes his own music videos and stuff like that. Nature McCunnin. Look him up on YouTube. Spotify streaming on all platforms. So it's like a family business type thing, dude. Like both (laughs) your dad was in it, so it's like have you guys collabed yet? No. Oh, that would be that would be hard. I've got some ideas trying to make it happen the right way, though. You know, but that's also maybe just like limiting. But like, nah. Is he just like not into? He's like, nah. Nah, he's totally he'd totally be down. I feel like it's just a lack of action at this point just got to do it now oh, you know no. but um okay. there's always time for it so you started out and your dad was the one who kind of might have influenced you for it. sure subconsciously like in it and like being around in the studio environment definitely got me like familiar once i started doing it myself but when i was like 19 18 was like freestyling with the homies in like my backyard we would smoke and just kind of like kick it and listen to beats and that's kind of like we'd all just like go around have fun and uh it turned into that and writing in high school and then i went i got the opportunity to go trim up in humboldt when i was still living in vegas Mm -hmm. and i went up there and i guess i was just like i was in an environment where like i couldn't really connect with anybody that was around me so i was kind of like isolated in that way and uh was just listening to like Flatbush Zombies, Kid Cudi, Mac Miller, Dumbo Genesis, and all these kind of like people, as I was like listening to them, I was just kind of like listening to their stories and just seeing how they, I, I guess I was in a position where I like, I was like, I knew that I didn't want to go to Dixie State and like study business and marketing, you yeah, know? Yeah. So I was just kind of like 
listening to them and listening to their stories and was kind of inspired to like I was like these guys just are kind of just guys who like did it spoke it and like took action and so that was really inspiring and like that's when I kind of like solidified the path like all right I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna took the I took the bag after I was done trimming and kind of manifested the studio equipment and I'm still using the microphone that I like bought nice nice you know what I mean type shit so where are you uh originally from yeah Las Vegas Nevada born and raised 19 years so Las Vegas and then you got an opportunity to go to Humboldt you said uh yeah that was through that was through a family friend and I didn't live in California until probably a short time after my mom got a boyfriend and they moved up into runner park and once she got settled she invited me and my brother out to come move nice uh, uh shout out so, Zancarta. so that's how you got out here uh-huh okay how'd you mean like young solomon and get connected with like everybody out here yeah i was working at chipotle and so i mean nice. we'll start with the up that, yeah. you hooked on with the extra guac dude, hey, yeah, yeah i know that's lie, expensive bro <laughs> I, I, didn't, lie, I, didn't dude, work line. I didn't even work line i was working yeah, the, oh, oh, shit. I, was, I was doing uh prep in the back yeah you're whipping oh, it up in the back chopping yeah. onions bell peppers and lettuce. You never they, just, like, want, they only want the white people on the front dude. they only want the white people. they never fucking you never just like slink up avocados in your backpack these motherfuckers taxis motherfuckers you know the avocado is expensive have you ever noticed how they keep all the light-skinned people in the front like even if you're light-skinned mexican they keep them in, they keep it but if oh, yeah. you're dark skin or anything they keep they you have in the a, back uh, they have one of those color palette yeah. things exactly like, yeah. <laughs> nope yeah, that's exactly. in the back you know yeah, you're yeah, shade yeah. too dark you better start you better start hanging out in the shade my guy we're just fucking around no yeah this is what we are there is there's definitely there's definitely there is different there's definitely like yeah dude like i've i've walked into like chipotle and it's always like light-skinned people in the front dude it's never it's never like a dark-skinned person in the there's like a there's like they might have like their token black dude yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> have, they have to have them because yeah. it's a, because of fucking yeah. um, just because of the whole system of. But like, it's a might. It's yeah. a might. Huh? It's a might. They might yeah, have. Yeah. Them. They might have. But them. if they usually have one black dude, they usually put them in the front because they're like, yeah. no, we need to have make sure that we're like equal opportunity. <laughs> but, you know? uh, but but if they don't have a black dude, they have an Asian dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes it sound any better. Person. I just chose to an work Asian in the person. back. Yeah, dude. Just because, yeah. like, I, 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 yeah, yeah, I just stopped talking. I didn't like talk. I just was like, I feel like at that time in my life, I was very like not open but like i feel like mm. it slowly like opened mm. up me okay. into like a shell type shit that and being a barista yeah okay. you know what i mean to be honest i, I usually look for positions i don't have hey, to yeah, like, they were probably hella mad you chose the back then right they were probably like fuck we like, lost they our loved one my personality like, yeah. like i couldn't yeah. like be in the front no yeah. i never worked a shift in the front yeah. i was like only prep and like i was like peak like vegan at the time too so it was like i was like Your i'm not peak what vegan like no. like hella like verbal about it on like mm. social media and shit like that and so oh, I was you were just like, social active, dude. Yeah, yeah damn. but then like, it, but you were, but you were pre- preparing carnitas. Nah, and so I, w- I wouldn't. I would tell, not exactly. No. No, they no, tried to get funny. me to work on the ground. I'd be like, nah, dog, that's my barrier. Really? They're like for sure, just focus. Did they on respected the, it. They yeah. did. Yeah. I, I, I got oh, blessed right, with the people I was in. Right. Shout out, shout out to Chipotle. All right, all right, all right, man. You got some. Sorry for hating on you guys. Sorry for hating. All right, man. Just give me a discount. Give us a free burrito each. Yeah, support the podcast, and then we'll call it even. You know, support your one beans because you guys got beans on there you know yeah. support, yes, sir, support the bean podcast <laughs> yeah, you guys got beans all right anyways back yeah, to you dude. through there through there i met i met a man's named ian and he would notice that i would like go out and like smoke on my breaks and shit and he was like you should come over to my homie's house and that homie was cass and through cass you know we got to know each other bonded over the music we kind of just had like the same end goal like all around and just like i guess building unity you know what i mean on whatever level that means for us and so running down the line a little bit later, it's like a 420 party. 
and he invited. I got a spliff. I'm down to spark up. Yeah, uh, whenever you'd yeah, like. For yeah, sure, whenever. for sure. Um, she met up with your homie Cass. Yeah, the 420 party. He invited a couple artists out, and that's kind of where I'm tapped into. Uh, Morel and Unspoken for the first time. I guess before that, too, we were kicking it with Teru on a light level. Him and Zencardo were really tight. Uh, and then we all kind of started, like, connecting after that party. And, like, it was, a sum it was like, right before summer hit. And then in that summer, we were living in the Annadale Apartments uh, next to Cottontown Mall. Mm -hmm. And we were in the garage making music, like, every day. Oh, shit. I lived in those apartments. Oh, yeah? The Annadale Apartments. What year? What Mall? year? I was there in, like, 2017. Okay, yeah. That might have been Damn, dude, me and around my, there. Me and my roommate were doing acid. At that yeah. time, dude. You guys were doing a protein powder and acid? We were doing fucking protein powder and acid, dude. We were fucking... <laughs> we, we, I remember one time we rented out that fucking little, like, um, what is it? The little... Um, like the rec center? Yeah, the rec center. We just had a hella homies come over, and, like, we grilled. Then we had a homie, like, do some sal do some salmon. Salmon with, like, um, fucking... Uh, just fucking, cause he was a fucking Sam with some man milk. Yeah, dude, just like had a professional like chef, like <laughs> make it. We grilled some meats. He brought some snake jerky. We ate some snake jerky, dude. Snake fucking, jerky. Yeah, dude. We fucking jumped in the pool, dude. And we fucking did <laughs> acid. Little man eating snake jerky. Did acid in the, in the fucking. Dude. Yeah, dude. That shit was crazy. There was acid included. There was acid included. Oh yeah, snake jerky, acid, you know, like salmon, you know, basic yeah. fucking guy shit, you know, yeah, yeah. 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 basic yeah. normal party shit, you know. Yeah, but yeah, shit nice, was dope. nice. Small yeah. world. So small you were world. you were living there? Yeah, man. Around that time? Right around that time too. That shit was hella expensive, uh, dude. Yeah, took a hit for sure. Any of most apartments are here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you went through that path and ended up meeting with all them folks, and then you guys got arranged, and then... And then, like, we had... We just kind of, like, started linking. We were like, yo, let's make music together. Yo, let's start doing shows. Yo, let's, like, be a collective. Like, and then the kind of, like, it all kind of, like, started move, setting into stone. Yeah. But um, yeah, dude, with dope. Young Solomon, uh, we met at the juice bar I was working at. I was working at Juice on the Square. Shout out Juice on the Square. Yeah, um, Nah, here in uh, right oh, next no, to Cottingtown Mall, oh, too. Kind I know of where it's next to it's a right next to Fogbell Brewery. Yeah, 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 I used to go to fucking Fogbell for my lunch. Okay, like, for I sure. Would, like, so I used to work like graveyards, and uh, so I would like get off at like fucking five thirty or seven in the morning, and then I would like just stay up till like eleven, and then just go drink at my lunch, mm. like during lunch at Fogbell. Yeah, ah, faded. Yes. Go sleep until fucking eight o'clock and then go to work. You know, vibes, vibes. yeah, yeah, dude, that shit was hella vibing. I was hella vibing, dude. I I would walk home hella fucked up, just just fucking leaning against it, like you know, like that little. I would walk down like where Fogbell was, and then like take the take the right, mm -hmm. and then just you'd like, be like right there at Annandale Apartments, dude. It'd be lit. It'd mm -hmm. be hella lit. I miss that. Nice, nice. I miss nice, that. Nice. I miss that. But get, sorry, dude. I'm sorry for interrupting. No, you're good, man. No, yeah. you're good. Uh, it's all free space, open space. Yeah. Um, met Young Solomon at Juice on the Square. Uh, just kind of connected, and he'd always like bless his hip jar and like have good conversations. Mm -hmm. And uh, he'd tell me like he was doing, doing music. And one time he was hosting a pop up at Ocean Beach. This was like 2020 end of like towards the end of 2020 maybe like october and uh that's where we connected for the first time like on some music vibe yeah and yeah. then since then we've been kind of working together he's been hosting lots of events and 
Yeah, they, they get put on hella dope shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, I think I first saw you in the Oakland show. Okay, yeah. The one, uh, I remember that. The skate rink. The Lake Merritt Yeah, show. for sure. Yeah, and I, honestly, I was a fan, dude. I fuck Love. with your music. I fuck with your music. Hell, Appreciate like, that, man. I'm a big fan, dude. I'm a big fan, for sure. Your um, favorite song? Uh, shit. I have to go to my Spotify, dude. I, I don't look at the songs. I literally just would just go on it like... Man, are you pandering, dude? Pandering? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, like, <laughs> yeah I would like... This is because I have like hour drives home, so I like what I would do is just like go on like artist profile. Like I would go on like Sophia's and just put like shuffle on her music, you know? And like I, I wouldn't even... I wouldn't even like like look at the names or whatever, but like yeah. but like Sophia, I'm a fan of Sophia. I'm a fan of you. I'm a fan of Nico, like like Nico, like I'm a huge fan of Nico, a huge fan of you. Like I remember like listening like listening to music is hella hype. Like it's hella <laughs> hype. Like you like you so it's like dope, you know, like especially because like I have like hour drives like commutes to work and shit. So it's like definitely like I'm a fan, dude. Definitely a fan of your music. I think you have a song. Now that I remember, I think you have a song like Gold, right? Yeah. Yeah, with like an exclamation point. Yeah, see, like, I'm a fan. Yeah, <laughs> like, he knows. Like, yeah, exactly. He searched yeah. up on Spotify before exactly. he showed up. Yeah, a couple of times. I think, like, if I look at my Spotify right now, you, like, you'd probably be on, like, my most recent plays. <laughs> nice. Word. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, love, when love. I bumped into you at the 420 show, I think I let you know. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll let you know that you had yourself your own niche of, because um, you have a certain tone and, like, energy of your live presence during your music compared mm. to most of your not even that like like it's just you, you you stand out like as far as energy levels like because it's like he said it's a hype level you know though a lot of other people who are playing um near you have like a they're super dope vibe too super talented everybody has their own talent mm-hmm. but yours has just like that um that mosh bit style that mosh <laughs> exactly vibe, you know? dude it's yeah, definitely yeah. and then uh, i come from a fucking like a uh, metal background so i'm like no yeah, like, like that hard shit you know <laughs> yeah 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 man Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. Like, it's not always been the music that I've created, but it's definitely like my favorite type to create and perform for sure. Mm-hmm. Just because of like the energy that it brings and it that reflects back exactly. Yeah, the way exactly. It yeah. It's beautiful. I bet it's definitely hella dope to like look into the crowd and just see someone hella hyping into <laughs> yeah. your music, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's, for sure. I bet that it like that hypes you up hella like it does. Hard, dude. I see like, that and it makes me want to go ten times harder, exactly. and then they're gonna feed it back, and it's just yeah, like, yeah. For sure, like super powerful. Yeah, just yeah, like when you're doing stand up, and then like someone like you get the whole crowd to laugh at your joke, and then you're just fucking like, honestly, I freeze when that shit happens, dude. <laughs> I don't know if you freeze. Do you freeze? Like I haven't found myself freezing too often. Like when like when I like hit a joke and it like hits harder than I expected it to. Like I'm first like I'm like fuck. Like how do I like, <laughs> like not do here, step it like, up? Or yeah, like, like how do I step this shit up, dude? Honestly. Like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You know, but like. I don't know. For, I feel like music, it's, like, easier, but, like, yeah, for, like, stand-up comedy. Yeah, like, stand-up comedy is hard, like, man. If that shit happens, you're just, like, that's why yeah. I freeze. I'm just, like, fuck. I don't yeah, know. That is a good feeling, though, that. when there's a crowd response, though. Yeah, know? a huge. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I would say 75% of it, there's not that much crowd response. Like, just out of nature, you know, because, like, there's so many shows. Until you, like, get big, right? Then, like, there's hella crowds. Right. But in the beginning, it's just so much, like, a couple of people there. And, like, you know, people always, like, bob their heads but then when it's like an actual crowd you're like oh shit you can see a boat like an actual wave of fucking people <laughs> like oh this is dope yeah. you know it's a different response like when you guys were doing the pop-up shows like how many people were like not vibing with your shit like we're, how many people were like what the fuck are these because you guys went like, to different states and everybody yeah. has different listening styles exactly. yeah and then, like uh, you guys' vibe is very very west coast for sure for sure for like sure, you know it, as we got more into the mid 
Like yeah. I remember we played in front of the Cardinals game. I don't remember what state that. You guys started wearing cowboy hats during your sets. <laughs> <laughs> You're like square dancing like in the middle, of your, but still like hit right. hella trapped. <laughs> Just blending in. Yeah. But like it was definitely some people that were like definitely stiff, a little more stiff, but like. Yeah. At that point, you're just kind of like still sh- sending them up on the microphone. And like at the end of the day, you do still get like the one or two people that were like, yo, that was tight. Like, thank yeah, you for yeah. being here. Yeah. You know, and that makes a full difference. But oh, you definitely yeah. got to read the room and like you change your song playlist, you know what I mean? Or your set list on the environment. At least I, yeah, for sure. We all did. Just kind of read the room. And yeah. uh, you have to learn how to, right? Yeah. Definitely as we drew more mid and then like. I feel like it got, it was dull until we hit Chicago, I'd say. Yeah. Chicago showed a lot of love. Oh, for real? A lot of love. Nice, we, uh, nice. Grant Park, shout out Grant Park. And everybody we met there that day, that was a beautiful experience. Yeah. And just, so, like, natural energy reciprocation. But. Hell yeah. Yeah, I would imagine, like, it's definitely going to be, a, like, trial and error through different cities. Especially, also, like, not even just different cities, but different, like, seasons of the year. You know, more people are visiting, more people are, like, indoors, more people are outdoors. Like, but you guys left, what, what, you guys started in last month, right? Yeah, I think we left around, like, the, like, end of February. Nah. Yeah. Damn. Nah. So yeah. you guys were challenging. No, no, oh, no, I'm no, sorry, no. No, wait, no, no, no. no. I was like, dude, because I was like, wait, I was like, no, you guys left April, in April. I'm tripping, bro. Yeah, I was like, wait, you guys been in February. I was so certain, too. <laughs> My mind's somewhere else, yeah. End of April, I'm tripping. No, but April. you just got back yesterday, right? Yeah. Uh, no, we got back. Me and Mason Brooks cut quick and we went from chicago to sonoma county in under 48 hours and i think we were back on like the 17th or 18th yeah oh so you came back quick came everything. back quick i was like we could have taken our time on the way back and like maybe done some more pop-ups but at that point i was you fit- kind of burnt yeah it was oh, like first burnt. experience burnt, and i was yeah. like i was feeling it but like you get burnt after a while it just tight, comes, it just comes tight, naturally especially because like you guys like probably aren't gonna like you aren't going to your the normal bed that you usually sleep at. <laughs> You're not sh- having a full ass shower. Yeah, you got that f- stank ass starting to go, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then like, you fucking haven't been eating the food you probably normally eat. You know, You're tired. Shit. You're you tired of the people you've been around. For, like, <laughs> Eventually, last, yeah. yeah, just like everybody had needs their own private yeah. space. You know, I'm you big know? on I'm big on like solo isolation time. and solo time for yeah. sure. Naturally, yeah, so yeah, my solo happy space, yeah. yeah. So that, that definitely space. was different for you. Mm. Definitely a learning experience for like people you want to take on the road with you. Mm. Right? Like mm. Yeah, it was like I, I think I think there was no problem with anybody that like every it was, I think it was great vibes with everybody that was there. Uh but and, and like I feel like at the end of the day, like I could be with everybody that I need to be, but as long as I like find that time to like center myself and be alone. Exactly. I yeah, mean exactly. like I'm not saying like you were tired of anybody around you, but like it like taught you like the type of vibes you want to carry with you. Uh, exactly, road. exactly. Yeah, I mean, like it also taught you like the type of like not only the type of vibes, but like also like like the alone time. Like it taught you how to appreciate the alone time you feel mm-hmm. when like after a show, you know, like after like a close by show where you can like go perform, be hella hard, and then go back and like meditate or like do whatever, like to like center yourself back you know mm-hmm. and that's yeah that's definitely a, definitely fun, a yeah. learning experience yeah, definitely a great learning experience come back you appreciate everything a little different exactly. yeah for sure for sure yeah. for sure um you guys hit a bunch of states fucking um was your first tour you did mm-hmm. first tour dreams what, come what true would you, what would you say those. what would you say like the top three things that you pulled out of it from is i got friends in states i've never been to now you know so networking and connections mm. on a new level um 
definitely like the performance practice was priceless. Just being able to like do that daily or damn near every day. Yeah, yeah. I think we had a total of like twenty six performances throughout the two and a half, three weeks. That's pretty that's good. That's damn good, man. And um I guess just like the whole experience itself was like bracing me or like in, like getting me ready for like the next level of like my life that yeah. I feel like is I'm on the yeah. cusp of, you know. Yeah, for sure. That's dope, man. Um, I got a fortune cookie today that was just like <laughs> now is the time for your for you to like travel abroad like you've always wanted to or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, oh shit. So well, finally, that well, was pretty fitting. Traveling's fucking uh well you just did some traveling and like international's about to open up. Exactly. So. Right. Ironically enough, like I promoted this EP and I promoted this uh post on Instagram uh for like a single that I put out called Trunk and I did it tapped into a couple different countries mm-hmm. and I got the most love from like anywhere I promoted it, including like everywhere I, I wouldn't say here in Stone County, like in, in California, but all the countries that I tested out, I got a lot of love in Russia. No, yeah, shit, I mean, no shit. so I feel we like we got random ass love for some yes. reason in, uh, <laughs> in Brazil. Brazil dude, we, <laughs> yeah, we ended up on like 98th on like the charts. Wow, like for, for some reason in Brazil, we're like, <laughs> like I don't know any Brazilian people. We we've never promoted in Brazil. We've never done anything in Brazil. Like I think we just had like random. Ran, I think one time we just signed up for like a free like promotion on like a random ass like website for podcasters, and then like I just threw in our thing, and then like. Within a couple of weeks, we're like, yeah, like you guys actually have like 98th in Brazil. Like, okay, cool. Like, all right. Going up. For sure. Like, all right, I guess we got to move to Brazil. Yeah, yeah. I guess we got. I don't know what we're doing right there, but yeah. Yeah, super random. Yeah. It's crazy how like different parts of the world you never under, like, would predict. But the thing I feel like a lot of like, Slovakian, like a lot of Russian, like people like that type of like headbang music. So I feel like that's why you were they like, like the hard shit. Yeah, yeah, they like that hard shit, you know. So Word. Like, so yeah. that maybe maybe that's why you were like, well, like you know, popping off out there. The maybe song, you got to do a tour out there, dude. I do, man. You know I mean? I'm, like, I'm manifesting it for sure. Maybe I'm, maybe start off in like Russia and then go to Ukraine and then like go to fucking like go to Vladimir Putin's yeah. fucking backyard. Like, exactly. <laughs> go to his fucking palace, dude. And, Perform with him and then ask him to like perform with tigers and then make a music video with tigers and shit. Right yeah. on the back of a horse. Exactly, dude. Fucking, <laughs> he probably has a dragon in his fucking castle, dude. Right on the back of a dragon, dude. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Putin is crazy, dude. The, lim- Putin, the limits are fucking limitless. Exactly, right? dude. Maybe maybe Putin's listening to your music. Maybe that's why right. you're popping off out there, dude. Maybe he's out there fucking before he goes out and kills his fucking political enemies. He's listening to he's your music. Bumping. Yeah, he's bumping <laughs> <Yeah>. gold. <laughs> One of our most recent guests is Winston. North Korea. Really? Exactly. Oh, South Korea, sorry. <laughs> 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 but it's not a cool saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just fucking Anyways, wild. man. Yeah, back. You know, we're just shooting for the stars here at this yeah, point. Yeah. At this point, we're shooting big. We're shooting fucking loads. Yeah. We're shooting loads everywhere. <laughs> big loads. <laughs> like, dude. Big loads. Big success loads, dude. Big success loads, dude. Loads That's right, success. Dude. So, yeah, man, yeah. You're, uh, you're obviously a big fan of um, the universe and how it works, dude. So when did you open it up? yourself to all this different um, fascination of it's pretty much it is like an ulterior mindset like how according to how most people operate you know mm-hmm. just generally being like I'd rather look onto this side of the universe versus the other side you know what I'm saying though yeah when did you kind of start diving into that stuff I think I was probably around the same age like 18 19 um, and I was moving out of a house in Vegas and book quite literally like kind of like fell into my lap you know it was like called the wheels of life 
and it was a the house was called that no the book oh, oh <laughs> no yeah it was like we were moving I was like, out you of the house rehab or we something taking... <laughs> <laughs> the wheels of life sounds like a rehab <laughs> yeah yeah like moving out kind of just like fiddling around with things and it like yeah. fell out of where it was and it was called wheels of life and it was a book on like chakras and how to open them up with like different yoga poses so like talk about the first chakra exactly exactly they have the first chakra book and talk about the root kind of give you the download on the root and then show you yoga poses on how to like open your root and balance your root and move okay. on to the next and then i feel like that really like that's that book taught me or like reminded me let's say like that the chakras are the same colors as like the rainbow you know what i mean mm -hmm. and that's when i was just like whoa what's going on here and then kind of like sought to seek more you know that yeah, reminds me of like the eighth gates eighth gates know, haven't like heard of naruto it. no you don't no, watch not, you don't watch anime i have i've seen a couple animes like sword art online the oh, first yeah. one or like magi uh, Yu-Gi-Oh was always a fan favorite, oh, you know. But oh, yeah. I'm not like, too deep in like the current. The or like in <laughs> like shout out to all those anime nerds out there. But like in Naruto, they had these things where like they reopen the gates in your body, and it's like opening up the eighth gates, and it's like where you become like the most powerful, and like mm. and, like, like you could literally like take on anyone, or like take on the world when you open your eighth gates, you know. But the thing is, is like super taxing on your body. That just sounded like something like. How many, for sure. How many? There's, sure. like, there's six chakra there's points. There's eight gates. There's well, wait, wait, eight wait, gates, eight. seven yeah. chakras, and like seven, the standard. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, but there's, I feel like there's infinite. You know, what I mean, I feel like yeah, there's yeah. no limit to chakras or no limit yeah. to like the zodiac and something like that. I feel like at the end of the day, like you are everything. You know, but like, in the system that's taught, the chakra system that's. That, yeah, I, yeah. that in that book yeah, you know yeah. you got the root which is the color red you got the sacral chakra which is the color orange you got the solar plexus which is the color yellow heart chakra which is green you got the throat chakra which is blue and then you got the third eye chakra which is purple and then your crown chakra which is pink or white depending on whatever that's yeah, crazy because it's like pretty accurate i mean according to this picture it's yeah because like <laughs> in the in the eight gates it says like the eight gates are the eight specific points on a person's chakra pathway system. They limit the overall chakra within a person's body. The basis for the idea of chakra gates come from the body's limits on the functions within. <laughs> this makes the body much weaker, but it keeps the body from expiring soon. So, like, it feels like the person that wrote Naruto, fucking, I forgot his name, definitely took inspiration from the fucking oh, chakra sure. points mm. to, like, create that eighth gate and, like, it's feel crazy. like the 8th gate could be just like the potential to like tap and like flip the 8 sideways, you know, yeah, your infinite potential, like, you know. Exactly. That's the one where you just like break through everything and you're just like at top tier, like <sighs> top human level. You fucking can break down barriers, break down walls and do fucking crazy ass shit. Damn. Absolutely, man. So that, that book brought came down and then you, you came across that book. And then from there, where did it go, man? I believe it went to. Did you take DMT? I have taken DMT. I love DMT. I've taken DMT a couple times. The first, the most prominent time was uh, the first time. And I was working on another trim mountain out in Santa Cruz. And I met a friend. And she knew somebody who lived close by. And we went over to his space one day after work. And uh, it was super cool. She like did this like bird call into like. The middle of nowhere and really? like we got one back and just like followed it and then it was just like this man what? we met just like chopping wood doing his thing yeah and then it was like her homie and like we started talking bonded uh talked about what the, our intentions were and then 
went over to like another like empty space in the woods, laid a blanket down and um, I took the hit and I remember laying down and looking at the sky and the clouds shifted into like felt like Egyptian women in gold. And as I was looking at them, like I closed my eyes and it felt like they embodied me. And then at that point, I'm like, feels like I'm in like a dark red, like capsule or like womb of sorts. And um, I feel like I'm like moving down a conveyor belt, like, (laughs) like I'm like moving down this tunnel, like, like, and um, I can see like shadows kind of like walking past and um as like i focus more on them they would pay more attention to me and for for a little bit i'm like i I could also see like humanoid figurines like in red dark red like all around kind of like moving like clockwork yeah uh but as i'm paying attention to the shadows like it opens up and i'm like exposed to like pure whiteness and like a touch on my cheek at the same time and the message i perceived from the touch was that everything's okay we're all here for you it's gonna be okay and then from that point my like consciousness is dragged down to like the center of the earth and my heart's projecting out and um like not my heart's but like as if like yeah like my heart chakra was like projecting like a light out and it was like a picture almost like a silhouette of like a family picture and it was like felt like what was like all these like people like waiting for me to like complete the projection so that like I could like greet them. Uh, but there was an airplane in the sky where we were and like I started like hearing it moving and it kind of pulled me out of my my vision. Uh, and I guess the best way I could explain it was that in the time where I should have been like senseless, I was like sensing. And so it kind of oh, pulled shit. me out. Yeah, yeah. And um, you were like a conscious aware outside of your consciousness. Exactly. I feel exactly. like with like DMT, like every time you're going to reach that point, <laughs> where you find the answer you're looking for it you get pulled out mm-hmm. something pulls you out yeah. every single time <laughs> dude it happens to me it's every probably, time it's probably dude. the ego right it's not it's i think yeah. it's like the fact that you're not dead you know the, the fact that, that, the, <laughs> that it's last not, step. It, i think it's the fact that you're not dead because yeah. dmt is that like, that life and death molecule. It is like when you like your body releases it when you're born and when you die, right? And when you dream. And when you dream. And uh, but like, like that moment when you're gonna find the answers you've been like searching for, like it takes it away from you. But it's because it's like <laughs> you're not here yet. It's not time. Mm. It's not. It can't be that easy, man. It's you like, yeah, exactly. Through, you got it through more trials exactly. and tribulations. You're not ready. It's like yeah. you're not ready. You got to go through life a little, a little bit more. more. Yeah. And sure, um, damn, dude, like that DMT, DMT is crazy. Yes, it is. That's fucking mystical. Mystical, yeah, <laughs> dude. It's fucking mystical like, mis- misfit, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got it right. And like the first time I, uh, this cross, we love you, God. <laughs> this cross, I love you, God. Yes, sir. This cross. All love right, you. love you, God. All right, man. Whichever every you look up to every trip is crazy. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, dude. No, yeah, it's a trip, man. And uh, so you grew up in Las Vegas, man. How was the lifestyle out there? Like, how'd you grow up? What was your fucking background like that? Mm-hmm. Very, very, you know, my, my mom's, my pop's split when I was like seven. 
Uh, raised by like a yeah. single mom for the most part. Visited oh, yeah. my dad's on weekends, on and off for a little bit yeah. after that. But then he moved to California. This is a good formula for an artist, man. <laughs> it has to be trauma and pain. Right. No. For doubt. most, for most artists, you know. I mean, it sounds fucked up. No. If you think about it, it's real. Like most good artists, you have you got a little a trauma and a little pain in there to, mm-hmm. to fuel that fucking rocket, that creativity rocket. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I guess that's yeah. That's also a choice too. To like use it to like. Fuel or as like maggot brain says, and uh, or as Funkadelic says, and maggot brain is just like, like you rise above it or drown in your own shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, s- parents split, raised by a single mom, f- for the most part. Uh, grew up in a, a creative arts elementary school, uh, Gilbert Elementary School, Las Vegas, Nevada. So There's like in like different plays, a couple different plays. I did like a opera. In like fourth grade, you drama kid. Yeah, like yeah. it's kind of like yeah, creative arts and like so the, how they orchestrated it was like you got like different a- uh, classrooms in the same age group, and they all like some kids will act, and then once the kids are done acting, like the class will rotate and then go play the instruments that they're playing during the next scene. You know what I mean? While the next class is doing the performance, and then you got another class like singing the songs in the chorus, and then everyone kind of like switches positions and like gets the play done. Um, and then they would have like jump rope for hearts and stuff like that, different kinds of art classes and music classes and stuff like that. But so that kind of yeah, yeah. So so like some drama and like some arts types, and then like there had to be a point where like something fucked up might have happened that kind of led you to to pursue music. Yeah, usually there's something because it makes you want to express yeah. yourself. Uh, like, unless you were like, like walking I feel like in sunshine, you're I like, I want to make music. So <laughs> my happy. mom did a great job at like, I feel like keeping us from like the negativity of the world. Mm. Uh, I feel like I was pretty like innocent to a certain age. Mm. Like, I played a lot of video games, you know. Like, mm. I, I know a lot of kids that like at the same point of me were like, I wasn't smoking weed till I was in like high school. Like, mm. so, but I knew a lot of kids that were doing a bunch of shit that I didn't even think about doing because yeah. I was like playing World of Warcraft and jacking yeah. off, you know what I mean? So that's like, a great path. And like uh like after the music, there've been like there was this experience where I had uh I got I got arrested um on psilocybin mushrooms. That's for sure, like, something that shook me up and kind of, like, made me, like, readapt my scenario and, like, focus in. I was just, like, using psychedelics for the wrong reasons. And in this particular situation, I was, like, mad. I was, like, making music. And I was just, like, oh, why haven't I blown up yet? Why aren't I doing what I'm doing yet? You know what I mean? And just, like, all right, let's use the mushrooms and, like, let's run away from this when, you know, and this is going to bring everything that you're trying to run from to your face. And so... Oh, yeah. I was fasted, soaked them in lemon juice, and just, like, downed them. And I was like, let's do it. And I was, like, listening to beats with my brother. And there was, like, an Alan Watts quote that came up. And I feel like this is kind of, like, what triggered, like, the thought process of me walking out of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, like, a person who thinks all the time can't live in anything but thought. It lives in a world of illusion because he's, like, cluttered with thoughts. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? You don't yeah. be able to, like, center yourself, I guess, is the root of the quote. Shout out Alan Watts. Um, Hell yeah, for sure. He, the quote spun me, I guess, out into, I don't remember walking out the house, but I guess I walked out the house and um, I was found by my parents, or my mom, excuse me, and my brother. Uh, this is in the Annadale apartment complex. Oh, shit. <laughs> by the way, so it was like, 
uh, should they they walked to the like near the dog park and like saw my clothes on the floor. Oh shit! And they're like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah ass naked already they saw they imagine and then they heard like yelling and commotion around the corner went and seen what was up and like cops were already pulled up and i was getting pulled out of the back of somebody else's car oh, oh shit naked bleeding screaming you're playing like, naked frogger dude. From yeah, you're playing fucking naked frogger like the cops <laughs> in the cop report the cops wrote down like he thought i was off bath salts you know what i mean like yeah, that was how i was reacting and so yeah. locked up kind of just had to face that and like that was a real where I, I was like sat down with myself i was like am i gonna like get all this shit done that i had to i had to do like 100 hours of community service uh outpatient classes twice a week for six months and then uh that was training you out man 11 racks in restitution fees oh, shit. so it was like <laughs> that's the first place i did acid dude in those anandale apartments oh yeah <laughs> it's kind Except of i never walked out of my apartment <laughs> ass naked i went outside to say bye to like my cousin and everybody Walked my ass back inside my apartment and laid in my room and stared at the wall for fucking there you go. eight hours. That's the right way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. Well, yeah, that, those kinds of, like, life events definitely will straighten you out. Mm-hmm. It'll have you looking at shit different, for sure. Yeah, it's like, if I didn't get one of those things done, it's like, all right, reprimanded in custody? Or, like, yeah. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So after that fucking point, you're like, yep, I need to do something else. Shaped up. And, like, you know, ironically, like, my brother pointed out something after, like, not after. It, it was, like, immediately after. Like, right out, I got out of jail, like, for the 12-hour holding period I was in there for. Um, I, like, I started, I went, like, right to video games afterwards. But I was just, like, he, he like, I, he, I guess he came to me in, like, a point of, like, disappointment. He's, like, oh, bro, I thought something like that, like, would make you, like, want to yeah, do music yeah. even more. But it was, like, I kind of, like, shut myself out yeah. for, like, the whole time I needed to, like, get all that work done. Yeah. And then, like, kind of gave me a renowned focus, come back. Yeah. Stronger, different, better, harder, faster. What is it, Kanye song, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds proud, right? Um, yeah. But, yeah, that definitely shifted me. And then definitely, like, love and growing out of a relationship mm-hmm. was another traumatic experience, which... Absolutely. I feel like the jail experience didn't make as much... I didn't make much music about that scenario. Uh, but, like, when I got my heart broken... That was like something I like. I ran to music and like made three songs and yeah, like immediately, immediately type yeah. shit and like needed to let that heartbreak out, you know? will do it, man. Heartbreaks and 808s. Heartbreaks and 808s. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's dope, though. That's dope, man. Um, so that shit happened, but like, what kind of kid were you back then? Were you like dressing the same or were you all squared up? Were you always a misfit? Nah, yeah. I was definitely shy, more introverted to myself. Like, mm-hmm. I guess I was always like following somebody. Mm-hmm. Didn't really have a voice for myself or like, and in, in in voices in like whether it's like what I'm choosing to wear or like. Yeah, yeah. I sure. mean, I thought I knew what I liked, but I guess I didn't really know what it was. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I remember in particular, like freshman year, I was in student council, and like I, I didn't know what to, I, I didn't. I don't even know. I was wearing like Aeropostale. Amber Crombie and Fitch shit, oh, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. just kind of, mo- like, wearing, reflecting the people around me, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like, it, but I feel like it was really s- junior year when I started smoking weed. Yeah, honestly. As soon as you hit the pipe, you're like, I need to go buy a different shirt. <laughs> Type <laughs> shit. You're like, yeah. fuck this. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Start to just, like, think my own thoughts. After, you know, after like, you took that first, like, Hit a weed, you just got yeah. butt naked right there. You just <laughs> got like, fuck it. Yeah, yeah it's just like, it wasn't even like your mushroom trip that was like triggered. You didn't make it. It was yeah, like, yeah. it's just your natural, like, when you're high for the first time on whatever. Like, you just want to get naked. You just get naked. Free spirit, man. Yeah, no free, you're like, yeah exactly. You're just a free spirit. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't like clothes. 
maybe you maybe your place is a nudity beach. You know, maybe that's where you're. You I could vibe at a nudity beach. Yeah, yeah, you could yeah. make like one of the first like full nude fucking um, concerts. like concerts. Yeah, there's like a wave of people just like fucking waving their dongs around. Like, <laughs> yeah, helicopter, helicopter, yeah. trying to fly. <laughs> just like, fly. like we don't need fans. There's like a gust of wind. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dreads are flying and shit from like so much fucking. All right, that's a how. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get too more wild, this will start getting a little crazy. Yeah, man. <laughs> See, our brain, our brains just go wild. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, man, you said you were a big fucking World of Warcraft. Gamer, man. Yeah, for gamer. sure. I was playing games, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, like mm-hmm. World of Warcraft level, max level, every expansion. I started playing at like, uh, what was it called? Wrath of the Lich King. That was the expansion I started up on. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. I was a big PvPer, you know? Oh, yeah. I I didn't, I, PvE wasn't really my vibe. But. Man, I fucking, I started right. Um, Shout out all my robes. Uh, Burning Crusades. Burning Crusade is the vibe. I had war, I had a level seventy twink with war glaives. Oh yeah, hell yeah, <sighs> Illidan. Dude, you get that game is the devil, man. That's just harder to quit than like cigarettes. I Bruh, already like, yeah, I was reading something about like um, not World of Warcraft, but like League of Legends. Just Love like, that game too. It's like someone was saying like I hate that game, but I just can't stop. You know, <laughs> like people, I hate the fact that they love that game so much, dude. You know, it's got a pretty like wild card community you either get like a group of like really dope people or like it's like someone dies yeah. and like they leave the game and you're like okay fuck uh, yeah we did, lose. did you ever uh meet friends on that you actually met in real life met in real life i don't think so but like facebook friended and like been real close to on instagram yeah i met this one dude who was like 10 years older than me at the time he's probably like 30 something now in like late 30s Word and uh, he would he would just go on there and just like tell us about his fucking how horrible his life was and like wouldn't even play anymore. <laughs> he's like twenty <laughs> levels down. I'm like, dude, you haven't even leveled up or gotten any your PvP gear. And he's like, yeah, but hold on, listen to this thing though. Let me like, let oh, me tell you how bad shit. my life is. Tell me about my stepmom, man. <laughs> like shit, I look thirty five like, years old. I've had, had a couple of people like that I met on there. Like, yo, if it wasn't for this game, like I'd probably be like doing something way worse for myself. Except been having that like, hair like, on. <laughs> yeah, hair on. That fucking World of Warcraft is that nine ninety. Wait, how much is it? Fifteen dollars a month, and then they do it like thirty dollars subscriptions at like Seven Eleven. That yeah. I was buying at Seven Eleven. Yeah. They get you. Dude. I was so walking half a mile. Was at like twelve. They can tell your mom like, hey, I need this. Mm, yeah, I need school. to like copy yeah, like, some, yeah, 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 yeah. some World of Warcraft cards for for school. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how long you been clean off that man? Ooh, I think I stopped playing. 2018, 2019 for the last time. Oh, so two years clean. Yeah, two yeah. years clean. Dude, wow. Nice. Yeah, Video dude. games are a drug, dude. <laughs> Word. They are. Like, they are. I've Japanese. been having a craving for it recently, but like I got to tell myself no because I'm a binger. You know what I mean? I'll get on yeah. it and I'll have to get everything new that I, you can. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Like, before I can even think about leaving. Dude, that's just so annoying too. Like it's like price points are hella high now, so you gotta spend hella money. Mm. Fuck. All games but are that you, too now. But like you want it, you like, right. you, like you, you feel like you need. Oh it yeah, I'm tempted to get on that war zone. That shit looks fun. It's fun. Oh. Really when you have a group for sure. Yeah, that's definitely. what it is. You need yeah. homies for yeah. sure. Yeah, because well, I used to hop on there by myself. I'm like, I play around. Like I'm over it. Yeah. But when you got a group of homies and you're just talking shit, you're like, yeah, I, can <laughs> play, I can play a couple hours. Yeah. yeah. Like right now, I'm only into like solo, solo games, like solo single player games. You know. So yeah. like That's the only thing I play right now because I like I enjoy a good story, and like. Hell yeah. I don't feel like I like you don't get that like need to like come back like fucking 
tomorrow. Just pick like it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An addict. You can yeah. just pick one it up. One more level. One more level. Exactly. One more quest, dude. I just need like 500 more XP. Exactly. You can just like pick it up, pay for like 30 minutes, drop it down, come back for like three hours later and play it again. You know, like, uh-huh. you don't have to worry about like very, very true, man. Needing the next level, needing the next like very fucking thing. true, man. So that's why I enjoy like single player games. That's the way to do it. Speaking of solo missions, man, you've been on the solo mission on this career path. What's the next couple steps you want to take, like in the next five years, you'd say? Real quick, I wouldn't even say solo mission. Like, <laughs> shout out Godly Untamable Youth. Mm-hmm. Shout out Universes All. Shout out Mind Over Money. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just a fat hive mind of conscious individuals. I don't even like the word conscious individuals, but intentional individuals, mm-hmm. just really passionate about what we do. Uh, but. Yeah, you said how long I've been on this path. It's been about five years now. I got a song called Abracadabra. I said, slowly speaking life, in, or, slowly speaking life into existence. You're four. I've been lazy but persistent. Oh, there we go. Okay. Uh, there I like go. that. I like that, man. Okay. That's a dope vibe. So yeah. five years running, dude. Hopefully that shit's going to keep running another times 10 of that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Everlasting. What's uh, what's one of your like uh, main things you want to do in life? So you got touring out of the way, but now <laughs> obviously you want to like, you have the next step you want to reach. What's the next precipice for you, man? Like, I like guess I'm thinking real angle. Like, at the end of, like, I feel like music is a portal for me in the essence that, like, I'm going to use it to generate, like, an environment in the tropics, I'm imagining, you know, to mm-hmm. kind of, like, self-sustainable permaculture. Um, okay, in the tropics? Yeah, yeah holistic yeah. healing, whether it's, like, food reiki massage hug healing like talking about it you know what i mean mm-hmm. just kind of like grounding like putting your feet in the water because you haven't you know what i mean in a yeah. long time like really just like reconnecting to nature getting back in the flow of nature creating a, the most like ideal space for people to come through regenerate themselves inside and out to then kind of put themselves back into the world let's call it and kind of do that for themselves on a on however level they want yep. but kind of yep. like a a safe space for people yeah, yeah. to come through like feel. a fucking spiritual retreat pretty much right mm-hmm. yeah that'd be dope as fuck man those are just some good goals something to like keep you happy for the rest mango of your trees life. avocado trees what are you yeah. trying to do with that? every time i bump into this guy to show he's got a fucking box of mangoes dude. Yeah, that's that, what i'm I, saying I, had a, bro. I came up to you and i asked you for a mango dude that shows fire mm. especially yeah. when you're high <laughs> it, like, it increases the effect exactly from what i've heard yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> science. science science what were you saying what do i want to do with that though yeah I guess it's kind of like it's almost like a where though where okay yeah where I'm imagining I've never been there but like it takes traveling to scope out this space but I imagine places like Costa Rica Thailand uh, Maldives mm-hmm. yeah. um, Guyana Mexico uh, yeah because if it, it has to be like yeah for mangoes you need some kind of tropical place, yeah right? somewhere near the equator you're not right. gonna you're not gonna grow them in Texas that's definitely for sure. not. <laughs> definitely not. It'd be cool to even have one here in Sonoma County, you know, kind of just create these little pockets of peace, you know, throughout where they're just like the intention's true on just like being in tune with nature in all yeah, aspects, yeah. you know. That's I respect that, man. What about like growing indoor mangoes? Like, <laughs> like a indoor, little mango, mini mango tree? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like two biters. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like indoor. Like, oh, shit. Some indoor. Create like big ass warehouses, you know. As like long as they still got seeds in them, I'll try exactly. it. You know, exactly. <laughs> That would be like a boneless fucking mango. <laughs> as cool weird. as it'd be, you know, it's like it don't feel Just, right. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be weird. You'd have to have the bone. But, like, you'd have to have the bone. But, like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's weird as, like, you know, because they can grow indoor weed, and it's, like, the dub is, like, yeah, the man. best weed. Yeah, right now. But maybe, like, indoor, indoor grapes. 
uh. make indoor wine, you know what I'm saying? It's Not, like you crazy fancy. ass wine, you, you know? Fancy, you're, man. You're getting fancy on this bitch. <laughs> Hell you know, yeah. like maybe like indoor indoor mangoes. Indoor, That's the way to go, indoor man. Indoor cherries, indoor fruits, you know? Dude, so. Maybe uh, it like changes like the whole fruit game. Fruit game. That fruit game, dude. That fruit game. Um, So uh, we're wrapping up on the episode. Is there anything you want to promote, anything you want to put out, any shout-outs you want to do? Now's the time to do it. TH3, Mystic Misfit, Mm -hmm. wherever you're searching, man. I just dropped an EP, Funk. Uh, Streaming on all platforms. Shout-out my guys at Godly Ensemble Youth. Shout-out Universes All. We got a summer show coming up July 31st. Uh... Shout out you guys, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you guys having space. Yeah, first podcast, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully this uh, this was enjoyable. It was. It was a great experience. Yeah, Yeah, I'm fully lucid, man. This is just another dream, you know, coming true. Oh, yeah. yeah, Thanks for joining us. You were definitely a great time, dude. Easy talk and comfortable talk and a good experience, man, for sure, dude. So uh, make sure to, you probably did already, but make sure they have your Instagram your next release and uh anything else you'd like to say yeah man appreciate anybody tuning in this is th3 mystic misfit mm-hmm. uh leave us with like one life lesson you know that you've learned throughout your life mm-hmm. something that like has definitely like shaped who you are today you know yeah mm. They could be anything from like growth to like a small like idea you just had recently. Yeah, I'm just like, I guess like mantras in the idea like like I look at my songs as mantras and like when I write them, I'm very intentional with like how they're gonna like when I'm speaking them, how they're gonna like your words build your environment, so like how they're gonna build me. So like tuning in, visualizing, and executing what I truly want to create, and the more I and intention you the more you are intentional with that the more lucid life becomes you know so fuck yeah dude on that go all note. in go all in oh, yeah. all right folks that's it man that's the and show with that, joel all right drop man. your tag dude you can find me at joel underscore 2b1b many how about and you you can find me at many underscore 2b1b and you guys give it a like subscribe share subscribe comment back I know we uh, haven't dropped anything in like a month and a half, but we're back. We just, actually, no, we just dropped one yesterday. Oh, yeah, we or dropped today. one today. last week. We dropped one last week because this comes Did out. Did you drop an episode today? Yeah, this week. It comes out Monday. This last episode came out today, yeah, but yeah. this this, this episode, episode comes, comes out, out next week. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying last yeah. week. Come yeah. on, dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. Oh, shit, my bad. I wasn't thinking Come of the on, dog. Come the on, fucking Neo Matrix was breaking the fucking biodome. Thinking ahead. Thinking ahead.